ABCs. Aaron, what do we do? I would say that we go through every Bare Naked Ladies songs from A to Z. Now, you see how I did that? I got you to give me the title this week. Pretty sly, huh? I have no fox to give. <laughs> if you were to compare me to an animal, what would you compare <laughs> me to? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm thinking you're some kind of polar bear. <laughs> Polar bear? Yeah, that, that makes sense. You are up here in the frozen hostile wastes with me. Uh, you know what polar bears like to eat? Do they eat foxes? Arctic foxes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nicely done. I'll get there one way Nicely or another. Done. <laughs> I had you on the run. You did. I'm, I'm now a fox on the run. It's true. So for people who haven't heard this song, go out and listen to it. But I'm going to put a snippet in of the Bare Naked Ladies version in here. She walks through the door leading down to the river. And her hair shone like gold in hot for the sun. She took all the love that poor boy could give her. And left me die like a fox on the run. Aaron, do you know what album this song came off from? I have no earthly idea. I mean, this is a cover of a Manfred Mann song. I know that. It is. So, I don't think anyone probably knows what song this comes from. I mean, what album this comes off from. Because it's a rare find album. In 2017, Amazon released the live in Toronto concert from The Horseshoe. Okay. From June 1991. It's a live only piece. Correct. And it's a very early live-only piece, before they even recorded their first album. Oh, wow. It's called Hello City, live from Toronto. And luckily, because they released this, we're going to be able to cover songs that were part of the Bare Naked Ladies' early repertoire that we would not otherwise probably be covering. Mm. It's a digital release only, and I'm not sure how it happened. I, I want to find out more, and I'm going to continue to search and see how it happened that only Amazon got a hold of this and only a digital release. When was this But release? for now, do we know? it was released in 2017. Okay, so they very recently said, we're, we're going back to the archives. and Somehow, yes. And I, I would love to know more. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research a little bit more at some point, uh, more than I already have and couldn't find much, but... Uh, but for now, you can still get it on Amazon.com. I encourage people to go out there. This is one of those rare finds. Mm. Um, and I really do enjoy listening to them early on and their their fun that they have. Uh, it, there, there is a lot of uh, interesting takes that they have uh, that you get with this album, including Couldn't Care Less, which we've already covered. Yep. But they have a different version of this where they talk a lot about Kiss. Um <laughs> So this song is one of the rare finds off this. You can actually find it at the end of Crazy. This is one of those songs that when they were doing Crazy in concert, they left off, they cut off the outtakes, they cut off all the strange noises and all that. And what they did in concert with Crazy was they followed up with this song. Yeah, they, they made a little medley. Yeah, so it's not just Fox yeah. on the Run. It's called Fox on the Run, but it's not just Fox on the Run. Aaron, do you know the other songs? I, I wrote them down, but do you know the other songs they had in there? I do, I do. It goes into Bird on a Wire, originally by Leonard Cohen. Like a bird, like a bird on a wire. It's like a junk in a midnight choir. 
a huge Leonard Love Cohen Leonard fan Cohen. the, the yes. whole band. Yeah, I was very yeah. sad when he passed. Uh, but yeah, Bird on a Wire, originally by Leonard Cohen, but I've heard many covers of that, including one by The Bobs, the acapella group, which is really, really good. <laughs> um, then they go into <laughs> It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, which that one actually threw me for a loop initially. <laughs> I had not uh, recognized that right away, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to rock right now. I'm not basic to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone. I, I love Ed doing rap yeah. to bluegrassy type yeah, music. Yeah, it's it's a very inter- it's a crazy no pun intended. Okay, well pun intended. It's a crazy medley, and uh, it's really interesting. It's very frenetic. It's got I, I I should have guessed this was from early on in the career, not just because Steve's there, but. Uh, just because uh, they have that energy that they, they a lot of their early work really uh, is, is encompassed by. <laughs> so they also did a version of this on the Ships and Dips tour, which I'll include that in as well, um, from the 2007. As they're leaving Turks and Caicos, this is their song that they played. Um, so it's a lot of fun to listen to. Oh, wow. And then after Steve left the band, they even did a, co- uh, a version of this. But they brought up someone on stage that from I guess a company that must have been sponsoring them for this concert and he actually played the banjo with the group which adds another whole element to it plus they added in be- oh wow yeah uh that plus it also too. added the, in between the Cohen Perfect. and the rap piece they also added the uh foster the people pump up the kicks um song so oh the pumped up yeah. kicks all the other kids with the pumped up <laughs> so it's the catchiest song about school shootings you'll ever hear <laughs> way to go bnl go with the inappropriate again <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great song aaron as you mentioned this is a manfred man song originally <laughs> written by tony hazard um and then manfred man released it in 1968 it reached number five on the uk pop charts and then Bill Emerson did a bluegrass version of this, which became mm. uh, quickly became a very big bluegrass hit. Um, there are some other versions of this as well. The interesting thing is, if you go on Wikipedia, they don't list the Bare Naked Ladies version of this, since it was never officially released. Snubbed. Oh, I see. With all that being said, I will be posting the copy of Manfred Mann doing it the copy of the Country Gentleman covering it, as well as Zach Brown Band covering it. So. <laughs> now, Manfred Mann, I, I know Manfred Mann from the Mighty Quinn. I, I would imagine that's probably their biggest <laughs> that hit. That is their biggest hit. And it, they sound I, very when, similar. When I think Manfred Mann, <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. The, this song and, well, the original and, and the Mighty Quinn, I, I could tell it immediately. I don't think I've heard this song before. It's possible I've heard it. But it was very immediately familiar because I got that same vibe from, from <laughs> uh, Quinn the Eskimo. That's it's an interesting tune. <laughs> I lo- that's actually one of those songs that I grew up loving to listen to. It's very catchy. I, I love that song. Yeah. So I, I listening to the Man from Man version, I liked it, but I love this version a lot more than I like the Man from Man version of this song. So Aaron, why don't you break it down for us? All right, let's break it down. Break down, break down, break down. Aaron's gonna talk about construction and time. Okay, so obviously at first they are playing crazy, and then they move into they, there's a brief pause and they move into 
uh, Fox on the Run. Now, when they performed Fox on the Run, the live recording that I heard, it's at right around 300 beats per minute, or assuming double time, which it almost assuredly is, that would be around 150 beats per minute. Which is interesting, because they were playing crazy at about 136 beats per minute. So the increase in tempo was almost assuredly intentional, perhaps to build up energy. Uh, the original, of course, by Manfred Mann is in C major, whereas this live cover seems to be in G major. The A section is G to D to A minor to C to A minor to D to C to back to G. So you have a 1, 5, 2... Four two five four one. <clears throat> the chord changes here kind of remind me of the pre-chorus of "Hole in My Soul" by Aerosmith, which is a perfect uh, delivery in my mind of that kind of uh, big rock ballad chorus. Um, the chord changes for the B section are a little more simple. You got C to G to D to G to C to G to A to D, uh, which turns around very nicely back to the chorus, which is the A section, landing on the tonic G. Now, you'll notice that I say back to the chorus, and that's the interesting thing about the structure of this song is that it starts on the chorus. It goes right into the chorus <laughs> from the beginning. So you actually go chorus, and you have the, the verses are sandwiched between the chorus iterations, and it's kind of telling a story. It's a very kind of a classic folk song structure in that sense. It reminded me kind of, uh, I'm, the, the folk song that I usually think of when I think of folk song is uh, New York Girls, Can't You Dance the Polka. Although that song starts with a verse, so perhaps that's not the best comparison. <laughs> but it does have the same feeling where you're telling a story in linear format in the different verses, and it's quite folksy in its feel. Uh, so that's, that's kind of interesting. So it starts off with the chorus, and you get verse 1, which is your B section, then your chorus again back to the A, then verse 2, your B, and then chorus of the A. Uh, it's just kind of A, B, A, B, A. Uh, after hitting Fox on the Run... As we noted, they then go into Bird on a Wire by Leonard Cohen, and then it takes to by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a fun little moment. It's To me, uh, this smacks of, this is the kind of thing that we would do uh, when, I was, when I, my band was playing uh, performing around Maine when we were in college. We would kind of joke like, oh man, the chords to the song we wrote kind of sound like this song here, or it's kind of similar to, to that. So sometimes we would go into one of those songs and then come back and finish our song or something like that, you know. So it's kind of one of those. It's, it's like a musical quote, you know. It's it's kind of like when somebody busts out uh, a, a The Office reference at The Office. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in the middle of a conversation and someone says that's what she said or something. It's one of those things where like, oh, yeah, I recognize that. It's the, uh, the Captain America. I, I understood that reference. <laughs> so it's... Uh, it's a kind of little musical quotation, and it's a little fun thing that I, I've seen a lot of bands do live, and they pull it off very well here. I think it, it gets kind of progressively more ridiculous. I think that's why I like it, because it starts off with crazy, then it goes into uh, Fox <laughs> on the Run, then it goes into Bird on a Wire, you're like, okay, and then it goes into this <laughs> rap song, and you're just like, okay, now it's completely dis disjointed and completely unconnected from where it started. Uh, so it was very funny. Uh, the performance is very good. It's a lot of energy. Like I said, I, I kind of, I could almost feel like I was there when I was listening to it, and it brought a smile to my face. I definitely enjoyed it. No, I, so what they do that makes this even better. So it's about a song about this woman who, this guy who gets let down, who fall like falls for this girl, lusts for this girl, and she drags him along and then drops him, and he's heartbroken about it. Um, but the tone of it is hilarious in that 
because it's this very upbeat song, it doesn't match up with what's being said. But that matches up with later on the other songs that they put in there, like like a bird on the wire, and then also with the it takes two. Like it all kind of meshes in together with this same harmonious thing that relationships take two people, and you can't have a relationship where there's just one person that's into it. Um, so it's funny that even when they're just kind of playing around and picking out all these different songs, they're still kind of sticking to one through line with the with the idea and the theme. Hmm. Now, what I love even more about this version versus the original uh, Man for Man version or the other one written by the person who wrote it, which, what I like best about this is Steve's little add-ins. That he's constantly throwing in in <laughs> <Yes>. the background. <laughs> and it actually, like, there are times that sometimes in their songs you're like, oh, why did they do that? But that's them just having fun. But it actually builds in this song because you have him, you have Ed telling the story to Steven. Who, it's like this bar kind of song where you have Ed telling Stephen this story, but Stephen's like trying to get him to go along with the story. So he goes, so you have Ed saying, Everybody knows the reason for my fall. And Stephen yes. goes, well, now we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I noticed it's funny you mentioned that, Tracy, because I noticed the lyrics that they sung were slightly different. Uh, of course, I was unable to find an official uh, lyrics uh, deposit <laughs> anywhere online for this cover, uh, probably because it's, it's a pretty rare. It's a deep cut, as we say. Uh, but, you know, I was looking, I was reading the Manfred Mann lyrics while I was listening to this, and it was mostly the same, but there was, there were some slight deviations. Um, like in the Manfred Mann, it's like, everyone knows the reason for the fall. And I think, I think they sung, everyone knows the reason for my fall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it was just, it, it was very, it was, I don't know if that was intentional or just misremembering the lyrics, but it seemed to be more personal and more from... I mean, obviously, the the lyrics in the Man for Man song are clearly someone recounting a personal story, but it seemed more like if told from the first person, right? In uh, in this version. Well, and then you have on the next line, you have this woman tempted me down by Paradise Hall, and then Stephen goes, right. "You told us why." <laughs> so he's like, you, "You know, you already went back. We, I told you that I knew why. You already told us, you and now you're repeating yourself." <laughs> <laughs> and then Ed continues on. This woman tempted me. Like, I'm not going to be interrupted by you. So it's almost like this barroom yeah. banter back and forth between the two of them. Everybody knows the reason for my fall. Yeah, now this do. woman tempted me down Paradise Hall. I said we knew. This woman tempted me and she took me for a ride. Now, like lonely farms, so I need a place to hide. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like Steve's heckling Ed, which yeah. is great. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it, it's that energy that they used to have that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really like about it is the harmonies that we get at the very end, which again is interesting that mm. they follow it up with crazy, or they follow yeah. this song up by crazy because they do the it takes two, it takes two, it takes two. So you get the three part building harmonies like you do with crazy, but just faster yeah. this time around. It takes two, it takes two. Make it out of sight. Yeah, precisely. I wish they had done this for the album. I miss this not being on there now that I know it exists. It's faster. It's much more enjoyable, I think, and almost rock blue, bluegrassy versus Manfred Mann's version of it. Yeah. Um, 
And I love this version of it. I listened to all the other versions this week, and this is the one I would listen to over and over and over again. Not that I had a choice. But. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah, this is definitely, like, a really fun cover. I'm very much of, of, of two minds when it comes to covers. Um, a, a lot of times I don't like them, uh, but I really like them when the band, like, really makes it their own. And the best example I can think of off the top of my head is... Um, the polyphonic spree covering lithium mm. by nirvana now if you're going to cover nirvana or the beatles or someone really really super huge and with a lot of impact uh you better make it your own and that that cover is fantastic it's very lush and or really orchestrated and baroque if you haven't heard it run out and, and listen to it it's beautiful um it'd be a great song to test a new <laughs> stereo system out on but yeah i, I like this it's definitely got that bnl energy to it i think they do make it their own it's got you know they're clearly kind of changing the feel of it a little bit because they're going into this bluegrass kind of thing um so i enjoyed it quite a bit and it was cool definitely. to hear their take on it hey aaron quick question yes did you ever get in on the ground floor with bitcoin <laughs> i did actually have i never told you this before You've never told me this. Before. Okay, so I purchased three Bitcoin back when it was fifty dollars a pop because I was curious about this whole thing. It sounded like an interesting thing, and it had just been—I mean, it was—it was at like a dollar or like ten dollars for a long time, and then it started to get up. I heard about it on NPR back in like—I don't even—probably twenty fifteen or something like that. It was a while ago now, and I purchased three when they were at fifty, and then it shot up in the next like couple of months to a hundred fifty. So I sold nice. because. You know, I, well, look how, look at me. I'm the smart investor. I tripled my investment, three hundred percent growth on my investment. That's amazing. You don't get that a lot of times. So I was like, oh, I'm getting out now. You know, three times. But of course, you know, they got up to ten thousand or more. And I really wish I'd held on to them. That would have been a good thirty thousand dollars. But uh, you know, I I tripled my investment, and I was happy about that. I just I just wish that I had held on to it for a little longer. <laughs> why do you ask well you have a chance to get on an on an early investment now too. oh my goodness called podcorn don't make the mistake i made people <laughs> i didn't even know that you were going there that was that was the most subtle transition yet good one sir thank you so if you haven't heard of podcoin it's a an app where you listen to podcasts <laughs> and you get paid to listen and then you get to change in those podcoins for actual things like amazon or starbucks gift cards or you can give those pod coins to charity if you're a really charitable person and actually they are actually worth more giving them to charity than they are by getting things nice. for yourself uh it's a wonderful app and if you go in there and you download the app and sign up for it using the code name bare naked you get 300 extra pod coins just to start i honestly i do need to get into this because i do listen to a lot of podcasts uh I would assume you're the one. You're the mastermind here, Tracy. So you'll have to tell me. Does the are we one of the podcasts they can listen to to gain to gain pod coins? Pretty much any podcast that's out there wow. you can find on them right now. Uh, but one of the reasons I do want to put this on there is that by promoting them, even though we don't get paid anything for it, by promoting them, we get up on their board, up onto ah, the higher area okay. where people will be able to see us, and hopefully more people will be able to listen to us that way. I encourage anyone that listens to podcasts to go out there and give it a try, see if you like it. Um, there are glitches and stuff. They are working on it. I've only found one podcast so far that has glitches, um, but it's it's a pretty good pretty good app so far. I've liked it so far. Very cool. 
So, speaking of numbers and, and pod coins, Aaron, let's put some numbers to this song. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. So, Aaron, how many foxes would you give this song? <sighs> this is a tough one. I mean, I like it a lot. It's The recording is pretty decent for a live recording from like a couple decades ago, almost, I want to say. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for me with the, to ignore an audio quality issue, but it's not it's not bad quality. And it's I really, like I said, I think more than anything, the thing I like most about it is that it does give you that feeling like you're there. Uh, so there's a lot of energy to it. It's a fun recording. I'm going to say... I'm going to give it a solid 3.6 foxes. I think it's a very, you know, foxes. certainly uh, it's not a not a bad song at all. It's, it's rather good. <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, not like one of my favorites, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely on the, the better side of good. Yeah. So I really enjoy this song. I don't know if you picked up on it when I'm talking about it, <laughs> but I really love this song. I've listened to it a lot over the last few weeks as I've been downloading it for people and uploading it onto different things, listening to it on my drive. The kids are even singing it now because I've played it so much. Wow. Um, there's actually another live recording that I downloaded and then spliced. So it's just the Fox on the Run. So I don't have to go through crazy first. I love crazy, but... It's nice to hit Fox on the Run all by itself. Um, and it's a little bit of a different version of it, which I was able to get at bnlhttp.com. Um, you can go there and download a different version of the song as well. I would say that I listened to the... Going through my list, I listened to this song and like this song probably about as much as I like Calm, Call Me Calmly and Big Bang Theory it's got the energy it makes me feel pumped up and smile and i sing along with it every single time it'll stick in my head throughout the whole day to me this is a 4.5 wow yeah very nice puts it at a 4.05 between the two of us which is quite high i want to say that is in the top 20 or just below but we still have to wait for michelle too so we'll we'll get michelle michelle what's your rating you'll have to edit that part out i will have to edit that in at this point (laughs) yes michelle who's been sitting here the whole time what do you think about this song hi there this is michelle i think it's interesting that a lot of what i found on this song you know a lot of the recordings it's all crazy slash fox on the run so it was nice to actually find them doing just fox on the run but I do think it goes perfectly. It's a perfect segue from Crazy into Fox on the Run because of the instrumentation and just that fast pace. Um, like they're a wagon on the trail and the reins have been let go and the horses are about to just go off the chain, as they say. Um, I like their version of Fox on the Run. It's interesting. It's definitely got their sound to it. Like I know I have heard them interviewed ed especially um in the old days like this kind of banjo bluegrass is kind of how they warm up and this is their thing and this is what they do so i feel like this kind of music is really close to their heart or it was when it was the five of them all together i don't know where they're at these days uh but i like their version of fox on the run i was glad to hear the original 
also, that, which was on YouTube, and I appreciate you sharing the link for that, Tracy. Uh, but I give it a 3.5. I liked it. As I mentioned before, they played it on Ships and Dip Store. I'll put those links up. Um, also, the, the version that they played after Steve was gone, where they changed the ending a little bit. But the real appearance that I have for this week, because they're singing Leonard Cohen, and I know Leonard Cohen's a big, big influence on the whole band, um, thus them putting him, him into this song. The appearance for this week is that Stephen Page was asked by Jack Layton's family, and I believe it was actually Jack Layton in his will, to cover the Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Pa- uh, Kevin Hearn is playing on the piano, and Kevin Fox is on cello. Um, is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, nice. And it makes sense to have that as the appearance this week for, of course, Leonard Cohen is the connection uh, between these two songs. Um, I really recommend people go out and listen to this. It's devastatingly haunted uh, to listening to, um, but beautiful all the same. And it's, it's different than I've heard the song done before. Um, And it's a sad situation to have it played, but Stephen Page and Kevin and Kevin, just knock this out of the park and for a beautiful reason uh, for the late Jack Layton. That will be this week's appearance. I recommend everyone go out and listen to this version of Alleluia. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, And it's Stephen doing it a little bit differently than other people have done it in the past. Uh, So go into it knowing that. And it's at a funeral. So once again, he's trying to be very honorific with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to hear this now. Plugs. If you haven't already, go out and buy Jeff Whitmire's album on iTunes and Bandcamp. Or Bandcamp. Or both. Give him some good money. Um, it really is that good. It's an amazing album. Um, also, friend of the podcast, Michael Hunter of The Weird Alphabet, is doing a fundraiser until the end of September to make his first album. So go out and donate to that as well. The link will be on this week's uh, song you know he just he he hasn't told me what he's gonna put on it yet but of course i've loved jeff's songs and they're just there's so much fun in them like the, he has a really good time with each of the songs he's writing um it's just a lot of fun and games <laughs> i was wondering where you're going with that <laughs> but you know me i like funny games <laughs> So join us next week as we come back and we discuss the very political song, Fun and Games. It, it actually, that's not ironic. He's being serious. It's a very political song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week, folks. Because it takes two. It takes two. Make it go right. It takes two. It takes two. Make it out of sight. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.